Shabbat Shalom, my beloved brethren. Greetings to you all, and all praise and glory be unto our almighty Abba. Yahuwah and his beloved son, our Lord and Savior, Yahusha HaMashiach. Today's lesson continue on the 10 commandments of Yahuwah, our Allahim, which he gave to Moses, written on stone tablets. As we remember from previous lessons, the first commandment says, I am Yahuwah, your God. With this command, Yahuwah is claiming the Israelite nation as a people he has chosen to serve him. The Israelites should not, should not doubt the identity of the God who brought them out of slavery in Egypt. The God who brought them out of the house of bondage, it leaves no doubt about the name of the God we are to worship. The second commandment of Yahuwah says, you should not make yourself idols. We should not create idols or images for worship because Yahuwah is our God and he is a jealous, jealous God. We should not bow ourselves down to images or worship them. You should not create an image of anything in the heavens above on the earth or from the sea. However, we must also be careful not to turn our human spiritual leaders into idols. A leader can become an idol when we start giving them the glory that belongs to Yahuwah. The third commandment of Yahuwah is you should not misuse the name of Yahuwah, your God directly or indirectly. You can misuse the name of Yahuwah directly through cursing, giving false witnesses, or frivolity. Yahuwah God takes the misuse of his name seriously and will punish whoever misuses his name. They will not be held guiltless. Indirectly, one can misuse the name of Yahuwah by using his name and simultaneously continue to live in wickedness. As members of the assembly of Yahusha, we must abstain from living a life of wickedness. If we proclaim the name of Yahuwah, we must also adequately represent him by living a righteous way of life. So to recap, the first commandment was about who we must worship. The second commandment is all about how we must not worship. And the third commandment warns us never to misuse the name of Yahuwah. Today, we are going to continue our lesson and we'll be studying the fourth commandment. What is the fourth commandment? To start our lesson, we go to the book of Exodus, chapter 20, verse 8 down to 11. 
Observe the Sabbath and keep it holy. You have six days in which to do your work, but the seventh day is a day of rest dedicated to me. On that day, no one is to work, neither you, your children, your slaves, your animals, nor the foreigners who live in your country. In six days, I, Yahuwah, made the earth, the sky, the seas, and everything in them. But on the seventh day, I rested. That is why I, Yahuwah, blessed the Sabbath and made it holy. So what is the fourth commandment? As we have just read, the fourth commandment is observe the Sabbath and keep it holy. What does it mean that the Sabbath is holy? The Sabbath is holy means that it was set apart by Yahuwah. What is one way to observe and keep the Sabbath holy? One way to observe and keep the Sabbath holy is by not doing any work on that day. If we are employees and are required to work on a Sabbath, let us do our best and pray to Yahuwah for us to have that day off. The Sabbath, the seventh day, is a day of rest. For whom is the seventh day or the Sabbath a day of rest? The Sabbath is a day no one is to work, neither you, your children, your slaves, your animals, nor the foreigners living in your country. So since when did Yahuwah made, make the seventh day holy? The answer, for, the answer to this question, we, will, we have to go to the book of Genesis chapter two, verse one down to three. Thus the heavens and the earth were completed in all their fast array. By the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. And God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it, he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. So since when did Yahuwah make the seventh day holy? Yahuwah made the seventh day holy since the time of creation. Why did Yahuwah make the seventh day holy? Yahuwah made the seventh day holy because on that day, he rested from all the work he had done. And how did Yahuwah make that day holy? Yahuwah made that day holy by blessing it. So we must obey and respect the seventh day as a holy Sabbath. Until when is the Sabbath a set apart or holy day? The answer is found in the book of Isaiah chapter 66, verse 22 down to 23. For as the new heavens and the new earth, which I will make, shall remain before me, 
6 Yahoo. The Sabbath is a set apart or a holy day until the time of the end. Even during the millennium, the enforcement of the Sabbath will continue. How is the Sabbath day set apart? The Sabbath day is a holy day because it is a day of worship. We observe the Sabbath not just by resting from work, but also by dedicating that day to worshiping Yahuwah. From the time of creation up until the new heavens and the new earth, the will of Yahuwah is that Sabbath day remains holy and set apart for worship. It is therefore not true that Yahusha abolished the Sabbath. Why do some believe that Yahusha abolished the Sabbath? The answer is found in the book of Mark chapter 2, verse 23 down to 24. Now it happened that he went through the grain fields on the Sabbath. And as they went, his disciples began to pluck the heads of grain. And the Pharisees said to him, Look, why do they do what is not lawful on the Sabbath? Why do some believe that Yahusha abolished the Sabbath? Some believe that Yahusha abolished the Sabbath because he allowed his disciples to break the Sabbath. And how did his disciples break the Sabbath? His disciples, because of hunger, Pluck the heads of the grain. And as we and who said that the, the disciples were doing what was not lawful during the Sabbath? The Pharisees said to Yahusha, Look, why do they do what is not lawful on the Sabbath? And what was not lawful to do, according to the Pharisees? According to the Pharisees, it was not lawful to pluck heads of grain to eat on a Sabbath day. Did the Bible ever forbid this? No. What was forbidden was harvesting and not eating. What was the basis of the Pharisees in accusing the disciples of doing what was unlawful? The basis of the Pharisees accusing the disciples was the Talmud and not the Bible. What does the Talmud contain? The Talmud contains the traditions and regulations that the Pharisees added to the Mosaic law that Yahusha called leaven. There is a difference between the Jewish Sabbath and the biblical Sabbath. The Jewish Sabbath forbids the plucking of grain, but the Bible allows it. Yahusha did not abolish Sabbath when he allowed his disciples to pluck grain. What further proves that Yahusha did not abolish the Sabbath? The answer is found in the book of Mark chapter 2, verse 25 down to 28, where it is written, but he said to them, have you never read 
what David did. When he was in need and hungry, he and those with him, how he went into the house of God in the days of Abiatar, the high priest, and ate the showbread, which is not lawful to eat, except for the priest, and also gave some of those who were with him. And he said to them, the Sabbath was made for man and not man made for the Sabbath. Therefore, the son of man is also Lord of the Sabbath. What further proves that Yahusha did not abolish the Sabbath? The proof that Yahusha didn't abolish the Sabbath is when he demonstrated that even if there is a law against the plucking of grain on the Sabbath, his disciples still did not break the Sabbath, the biblical Sabbath. What example did he, Yahusha give? Yahusha gave the example of when David ate at the showbread, which was not lawful to eat. What was Yahusha's purpose in giving this example? Yahusha's purpose was to show the Pharisees narrow interpretation of the law blurred God's intention. What was the actual interpretation of the intention? The actual interpretation of God's intention was that human needs took priority over ceremonial regulations. What is the proof of this? The proof of this is that Yahusha said, the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. At its heart, the purpose of the Sabbath was to help men and not to oppress them. Yahusha rebuked the legalistic application of the Pharisees for observing the Sabbath, which became very oppressive. Yahusha, our king, is merciful and not oppressive. If we are stuck on a job on a Sabbath day, we can ask Yahusha for mercy and to help us give that day, to, to help us get that day off. But if a person works, even when there is no need, there is equal, that is equal to breaking the Sabbath. Who decides what is lawful or unlawful to do on the Sabbath? Yahusha is the only one to decide what is lawful or unlawful to do on the Sabbath. Why is that? That is so because Yahusha is the Lord of the Sabbath. Why did Yahusha say that he is the Lord of the Sabbath? Yahusha said so not to abolish the Sabbath, but to establish it. What does it mean that he is the Lord of the Sabbath? Yahusha is the Lord of the Sabbath means that he is the authority on the Sabbath and not a breaker of the Sabbath. So when Yahusha says he is the Lord of the Sabbath, 
it means he is restoring it to its proper intent and not abolishing it. I thank you for listening, my brethren. The remaining of this lesson will be brought to you by our beloved brother. A uh, happy Sabbath day to everyone. Praises be to the loving Father and gracious Yahuwah, Yahusha, Yahusha HaMashiach for gathering us together for worship. We know the fourth commandment is all about observing the Sabbath. It is unfortunate, however, that when it comes to commandment number four, there are many who profess to be Christians or followers of our King Yahusha who reject the observance of Sabbath day because they believe and claim that Yahusha abolished the day of Sabbath. However, when we study the interaction, the interchange between the Pharisees and our King Yahushua, it was not Yahushua who abolished the Sabbath. What he was doing when he interacted with the Pharisees was to restore the proper observance of Sabbath day. This is why when we look at the life, the work, and the message of our King Yahushua, it is quite evident that Yahusha indeed is the Lord of the Sabbath, not because he's the breaker of the Sabbath, but because he is the upholder and the enhancer of the Sabbath. He taught us the meaning and deeper purpose of Sabbath day. Now, according to our King Yahusha, what is right and proper to do on a day of Sabbath? What is another accusation the Pharisees hurled against our king. Let's read the book of Matthew, chapter 12, 9 to 10. Now, when he had departed from there, he went into their synagogue, and behold, there was a man who had a withered hand. And they asked him, saying, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath, that they might accuse him? And so here were the Pharisees. They were trying to set a trap against Yahushua, because they observe, they know Yahushua heals people on the Sabbath. But what is the belief of the Pharisees and the people of Israel during that time? We know that the Pharisees believe it is not lawful to heal on the Sabbath. This is why one of the accusations against our King Yahushua is that he is a Sabbath breaker. Question, what biblical passage teaches that one cannot heal on the day of Sabbath. It is not found in the Torah. It is not found in the Holy Bible. It is found only in the Talmud, the literature of the Jewish people composed of traditions and ceremonies, which are man-made rules, man-made ceremonies and traditions. But nowhere in scripture does it teach that, Yahush, that a person cannot heal on a Sabbath day. And so when Yahushua was being accused of healing people on Sabbath, what did our King Yahushua say to them? Let's read Matthew chapter 12, 11 to 13. Then he said to them, what man is there among you who has one sheep? And if it falls into a pit on the Sabbath, will not lay hold of it and lift it out. Of how much more value then is a man than a sheep? Therefore, it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. Then he said to the man, stretch out your hand. And he stretched it out and it was restored as whole as 
the other. What did our King Yahusha teach? To those who believe it is unlawful to heal on Sabbath day. Yahusha gave a nice example. He said, on a Sabbath day, there's a sheep who falls into a pit. What do people who have hearts do? They go into the pit and they lift out that sheep so that it can be free. This is lawful to do. And the Pharisees would agree with that. After saying this, after giving this example, what was the conclusion of our King Yahusha? He says, how much more valuable is man than a sheep? And so what did he say? It is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. Did you notice our King Yahusha in this statement does not teach that he breaks the Sabbath? No. What does he say? He says it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. Nowhere in scriptures do we find Yahusha breaking the Sabbath or teaching people to break the Sabbath. Instead, what he is doing is his restoring the proper observance of Sabbath. This is why he said it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. As Lord of the Sabbath, he knows what is lawful to do and what is unlawful to do on the Sabbath. And so he says it's lawful to do good. It's lawful to be helpful to your fellow human being on the day of Sabbath. So what did he do after saying this? He took the man who had a withered hand. He told him to stretch it out. And as he was doing so, it was restored as whole as the other. In other words, our King Yahushua, he healed on the day of Sabbath. Why did he do this on a day of Sabbath? To tell the people that Sabbath is for man. Yahushua reminds us, Yahuwah's command, that we are to observe the Sabbath is for the purpose and for the benefit of man. Why is that? Why is the Sabbath a benefit and blessing for man? Let's read what it says in the book of Exodus 23, verse 12. You have six days each week for your ordinary work, but on the seventh day, you must stop working. This gives your ox and your donkey a chance to rest. It, it also allows your slaves and the foreigners living among you to be refreshed. Why does the Bible say, and why did our King Yahushua teach us that the Sabbath was made for man? It is because it is an opportunity to find rest, to be refreshed. You see, Yahuwah, our creator, knows how the human body functions more so than any medical doctor. He knows that human beings need an opportunity to rest, to recuperate, to restore themselves. This is why he gave us this command that on the seventh day we are to rest. We are to rest because Yahuwah wants us to think of him on that day. Because when we think of Yahuwah and we are filled with gratitude and thankfulness, what happens? To our being, it becomes refreshed and restored. This is why the practice of Sabbath begins with thinking about Yahuwah. It's not simply taking physical rest. It's finding rest in the presence of who? Yahuwah. What we do on Sabbath day should be a focus upon our Father who created all things. And because he created all things, he can definitely help us to find peace and rest, especially nowadays. 
There's so many things happening in life. I mean, look at the Philippines, right? What's happening in the Philippines right now? Mudslides that caused the death of so many people. Storms, terrible storms that are wreaking havoc, causing people to lose their homes and their businesses. You know, there's so many things that's happening in life today. So many tests of our faith, people getting sick, people losing their jobs. And so we're filled with worry and anxiety. What do we need? We need to set apart a time and day to dedicate ourselves to Yahuwah Abba and to Yahusha HaMashiach. When we do so, we find rest in the presence of Abba. Sabbath was made for the benefit of mankind. And so Yahuwah, knowing this, what did he do? So that he, we can experience an even better Sabbath. Because during the days of ancient Israel, they observed Sabbath. But today, we can have an even better Sabbath. Why is that? Let's read the book of Luke, chapter 4, 16 down to 19. He went to Nazareth, where he had been brought up on the Sabbath day. He went into the synagogue, as was his custom. And he stood up to read the scroll of the prophet Isaiah, was handed to him. Unrolling it, he found the place where it is written, the spirit of Yahuwah is on me because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to release the oppressed, to proclaim the year of Yahuwah's favor. What did Yahuwah Abba do? So that we can have an even better Sabbath, especially during our time. Yahuwah prophesied the coming of the one who will proclaim the year of Yahuwah's favor. I wonder who the fulfillment of this messenger is. In this prophecy found in the book of Isaiah, what is this prophesied messenger going to do? He's going to work with people who are poor, prisoners who are blind and oppressed, brothers and sisters in the faith. Do you know what they have in common? Think about it. People who are poor, people who are prisoners, people who are sick, people who are oppressed. What do they have in common? They all carry great burdens, right? If you are in prison, that's a burden. If you are blind or sick, that's a burden. If you are poor, that's also a burden. If you are oppressed, that is a burden. And so what is this messenger going to do? He's going to preach the good news and to give freedom to those who are burdened by all of these things. You see, it's very difficult to find refreshment if we have burdens that we cannot unload on our own. You see, when Yahuwah gave the command to observe the Sabbath, they were told to remove the burdens so that they can be refreshed, renewed, right? However, there are burdens that we have that we cannot simply unload, like sickness, oppression, poverty. The Bible says our King Yahusha was sent so that we can have someone who will lift away that burden that we cannot do on our own. This makes for a better, more refreshing Sabbath for those who follow the one being spoken to here. Do you know who became the fulfillment of this prophecy? In Isaiah, about the one who is going to give us a better Sabbath, 
Let's read what it says in verses 20 to 21. Then he closed the book. Let's pause there for a while. Who's reading the book? Yahushua. He has the scroll of Isaiah. And when did he read this book? On a day of Sabbath. After his baptism, he went to the desert, right? He was tested 40 days, 40 nights. After that, what did he do? He went to the synagogue on a Sabbath. And he took the scroll and he preached the scroll. And after he did that, what happened? And the eyes of all who were in the synagogue, synagogue were fixed on him. And he began to say to them, today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. When he said, today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. What day is that? That's the day of Sabbath. This is why the Sabbath, in a way, is like a moedim. Right? It's a moedim because it all, it, we are to remember what Yahuwah did. Creation. And then rest the seventh day, right? And so we commemorate that. But it's also looking forward to what Yahuwah will do in the future. What is that? When Yahuwah will send his son to begin fulfilling this prophecy. When did that happen? On a Sabbath. Today, the scripture is fulfilled on your healing. Then he went down to Capernaum, the city of Galilee, and was teaching them on the Sabbaths. And they were astonished at his teaching, for his word was with authority. And so Yahushua, when he began to preach, when he began to proclaim about who he is, he began on a Sabbath day, because on the Sabbath day, that's when he initiated the work of a better Sabbath for each and every one of us. This is why you notice on Sabbath days, what did Yahushua typically do? What did he do on Sabbath days? Not only did he teach, he also healed the people who came to him, the poor, the blind, the paralyzed. It doesn't matter what their sicknesses were. When they went to Yahushua, they received the healing, especially on the day of Sabbath. Why? Because Yahushua knows that Sabbath is about refreshment. Sabbath is about rest. It's difficult to find rest when you are sick. And so what is the invitation of our King Yahushua? To each and every one of us today. Let's read what it says in the book of Matthew, chapter 11, 28 to 30, the final passage of our studies. Then Yahushua said, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you, because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. What is the invitation of our King Yahushua? To each and every one of us, especially those who carry heavy burdens. Yahushua says, I will give you rest. We all need that rest. Whether that rest represents peace of mind in times of anxiety, times of worry. Whether that rest means forgiveness of sins. Because sins can be a heavy burden that brings shame and guilt in our conscience. Whether that rest means liberation from our sickness. Brothers and sisters, Yahushua, he is with us now and he's telling us, come to me. All of you who are weary, all of you who carry heavy burdens, Yahushua wants to give us rest. 
But for us to receive this rest from our King Yahushua, what do we need to do first? Bible says, take my yoke upon you. Do we want that rest from our King Yahushua? Then let us accept that yoke that he wants to give us. What is this yoke all about? It's about a relationship with him. It's about being yoked up with him, being connected, being united with him. To be with him, not only through baptism, but in fellowship every day in our life. Let us be yoked together with Yahushua. Why does Yahushua want us to be yoked with him? Because he has so much to teach us. Yahushua says, let me teach you. Yahushua wants us to learn from him. That's what a disciple is all about. A disciple is a student. A disciple is a lifelong learner from the king. Let him teach you. And as he continues to teach us, as he continues to fellowship with us, we will find rest for our souls. You see, when Yahuwah gave his son in fulfillment of the prophecy to proclaim the good news that was fulfilled on the Sabbath day, it was also foretelling. It was pointing forward to the seventh day of creation, which is that millennial rest that we shall enjoy through Yahusha. But while we wait for that day, even now, even now, Yahusha can give us that rest that we need, especially on the day of Sabbath. You know, Yahusha, he can heal us on any day. But if there's a day that is special and set apart for healing, it is the day of Sabbath, because the day of Sabbath is dedicated to the Father. This is why on this day of Sabbath, brothers and sisters, let us ask ourselves, what burden are we carrying with us that we cannot unload? Why not ask for the help of our King Yahushua? Remember the example he gave to the Pharisees? A sheep fell into a pit on the Sabbath day. In many ways, we are like that sheep that fell on the pit. Maybe some of us feel like we are stuck in that pit. No matter what we do, we cannot get out. You feel trapped. We feel burdened. Look up and look for the hand of our King Yahushua. Because he said, I will help you. He will be with us. Whatever sickness we may have, whatever trouble we may have, Whatever burden we may have, brethren, give it to our King Yahushua today. Today is a day of Sabbath, a special day set apart by Yahuwah in Yahushua, claiming he is the Lord of the Sabbath. If there's one who can help us with these burdens, it is our King and Master, Yahushua. Go to him and let him give us the peace that surpasses all understanding. Let us stand, brethren, and we shall pray together. Everlasting Father. Most holy and loving Yahuwah, your people are here offering you praise and thanks. When we think about the day of Sabbath, indeed, you had in our mind our well-being. Sometimes we forget when you give commands, really, it's for our own good. We don't often see this because as human beings, we are clouded by sin. But Father, you do not give up on us. You sent your son. And when he preached, he taught us about the Sabbath. 
that on the Sabbath you want to heal us. You want to set us free. The perfect example of which is your son, Yahusha, wherever he went. He healed. He taught us your words. Loving Abba, we are here. We pledge to you our loyalty, our complete faith. We need you in our life. Be present, especially during these troubling times. We pray to you at this moment for our brethren, for the people in the Philippines who are going through great calamity. Father, many lives have been lost. Tears have been shed. People are worried. They need to find peace. Teach them to look up to you. And when they do, may you embrace them. Teach them your ways to find rest in you. That no matter what calamity we may face, we will receive the power of your presence. Our King Yahushua, thank you so much. We are your sheep. Some of us are stuck in this pit. We are beset by trouble, pain, and sufferings in life. No matter what we do, we are still stuck. We are burdened by our problems. You are our shepherd. We look up to you now. We beseech you on this day of Shabbat. May you please come to us. Help us out. Relieve us of our burdens and bless us with your peace. Thank you so much. Those who may be sick, whatever their sicknesses may be, we approach you now. You are in our midst. We proclaim faith in you. You are Yahushua HaMashiach, the Lord of the Sabbath. May you heal your servants today and strengthen our faith once again. Father, on this day of Sabbath, we remember you, your kindness, your love, everything that you have done. We will never forget you. This day is all about you. Teach us to stop thinking of ourselves, to focus on you because you have done so much for us. You have blessed us in so many ways. Sometimes we take you for granted. Father, Abba, Yahuwah, have mercy to forgive us. We rededicate our life to you today. We give ourselves to you as living sacrifices. Loving Abba, bless us with your presence that we might find rest in you. We believe, Father, that you have listened to our prayers. We ask and beg everything in the name of our Lord and Savior, Yahushua HaMashiach. Amen. unfailing love and tender mercies overshadow us. The memory and peace of Yahusha HaMashiach strengthen us, and the constant companionship of the Ruach Kadash be with all of us now and forevermore. Amen.